<laughs> well, there you go. Just like that, a little surprise from Haru. Welcome back, everybody. Glasses <laughs> are. Yeah, we're just talking about the UFC. Um, you know, what's her name? The Chinese girl. Nee. Wei Li. Wei Li. Yeah. Wei Li. Yeah. Fight again. Taking the UFC against, by storm. Um, Is she the one that beat the Polish? The last, the, yeah. the previous victory. Yeah. Like Is she Polish? Really? The Polish, and she had like the corn. That's rice, right. Yeah. She had a big bum on her. On her a big bum on her head. Big yeah. bum. <laughs> anyway, she, she's going to go against Rose this weekend. I think Justin Gage has got a fight, and Usman and Colby. Yeah, I mean, well, like I was saying to you, I I was a fan of UFC, but. Um, I've started watching BKFC now, which is bare knuckle, the bare knuckle fighting championship, and I just find that so much more entertaining than the UFC or Bellator. You're a violent person. Yeah, it's a bit vicious. I love it. I do. It, you're not wrong with me. I do enjoy I hate brutal violence, sport. But UFC is okay. Let me. I enjoy boxing and BKFC. I love playing rugby. Like anything, sort of. Sumo wrestling. Well, Scotland had a good result against uh, Tonga. In the rugby? In the rugby, 60-something. It was like a record score for them, isn't it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. <It> was. <coughs> Let's talk about our love of our most lovely game. Lovely game. Football. The football. The gentleman's the game of rugby. Football, not rugby. <laughs> you should see Alistair's face yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> football football okay it's all getting a bit hectic at the moment in the old premier league get ready this will be a long conversation it everybody be, you should be quite happy at the moment being a spurs fan i am a very avid tottenham hotspur fan yes and are you happy with the new signing of your new coach i'm elated i am absolutely Ecstatic. Buzzing, ecstatic, excited. Uh, I mean, Antonio Conte is is a winner. Yeah. He's a winner. Like, there was where one was thing though. Huh? Where was he coaching? Well, I used to coach um, Inter Milan. Inter. Well, he went. You've he uh, went Juve Juventus, first? Chelsea, okay. Inter Milan, and now no, he's at Tottenham. But the thing is, at Juventus and Inter Milan, he had like championship winning teams. At Tottenham, <laughs> be lucky to get him into the Champions League. He's got 18 months to do it. I've got no doubt that he will. Uh, the only sort of question I have was Tottenham wanted him four months ago and he didn't sign from four months ago. So what happened in that time, you know? Like, was it just that he was, you know too soon after Inter Milan or was it Daniel Levy the Tottenham chairman has realised that over the past two years he's completely messed Tottenham as a club up making mistake after mistake and uh, maybe Levy just realised that he needs a big manager and he's just going to throw all the money that he can at Conte because Conte is a very demanding coach yeah that's one thing I've never uh, understood why do you Managers not get paid millions and millions like players do. They do. What, like 150 for Kane? Well, I mean, I think the most manager has got paid that I know of. Mourinho is Mourinho. But yeah, Mourinho. Like, like maybe 27 million. Is that Mourinho or Pep? Who got more? Uh, or he was a totally different person. No, I can't remember. Who it was. Pochettino. Uh, no, he wasn't. Oh, the Chelsea guy. Oh, Abra. Uh, what, Tuchel? Di Matteo? The new guy, Tuchel? No, to get rid of him. Di Matteo? No, that was an interim manager. What, Lampard? No, not Lampard. <laughs> um, Talking like five, six years ago. Yeah. But they get, you know. The Israeli players guy. Players get paid. The Israeli guy. I mean, signing on fees I'm talking about. Well, I think, you know, the top managers get a very good wage now. And in every sort of contract, yeah, if managers do lose their job, they get very high severance pay. Five or seven million, something like that. Mm. But yeah, I mean... On average. I'm, yeah, oh, on average. Um, who was Mourinho's second, like, assistant? He flopped. The, the, the money was, like, 
wasted. The young manager who managed okay. Chelsea. Oh, Lampard? No, no, no. This was before Di Matteo or after Di Matteo. Villas Boas? No. No, you're not thinking of uh, Pep and Arteta, are you? No. I'm talking Mourinho's number two. Who's that? A Portuguese guy. The only other Portuguese guys guy that used to be at Man United with. Oh, that Quiris, oh, Carlos Quiris. Yeah, Quiris. Or Quinoa, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Could be him anyway. All right, let's start with Chelsea. So, um, do you know a good thing about Conte? Conte's got Lacucus. Lukaku's. Lacucus. Lukaku. He's got his number, I think, because you know, he used to play with Brinton mm. and Lancey, and they'll have plays. Yes, well, I think so. Conte, you must be happy that Conte will go for Chelsea soon. I'm very happy about that. I also think in the January the transfer window, Conte is going to raid Inter Milan because Inter Milan have got no money right now. And I think Conte is going to take players from Inter Milan, introduce them to the Spurs setup, and hopefully either decide to make Harry Kane become a football player again or sell him. I think Tottenham made a huge mistake not selling Harry Kane. And he's been sulking about it all well, season. Yeah, I think he asked for too much money. Well, I don't know. I, I think Levy just Levy was just being stubborn. I think he paid too much for... Um... Well, for Grealash. Yeah. A hundred millions a lot yeah. for Grealash. I, I don't think he was... It's been good, though. He is good, but he's not worth It's been good for you. Pep is the highest paid, all-time highest paid uh, Premier League. Yeah, how much did he get? 20 mil. You see, 20 million. He, he deserves it. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Managers work a lot harder than the players do, I guess. Mm. They have more um, pressure as well. The thing is, you can't sell a manager. That's the difference. But you can sell a player. Exactly. And... You gotta realize as well if you are paying managers, as or like managers come with their own coaching team as well. Yeah. So you gotta pay for that coaching team. So if you're paying them the same sort of money that you're paying the players, then your club's gonna go bankrupt pretty quick. Sure. But dude, I just I I kind of find it quite funny how you're talking about these numbers when you say only twenty million. Well, I mean, just money I dream of. <laughs> Only 20 million. I'll I take that. 20 million a year, though. Well, whatever, 20 million a year, 20 million That's a lot of money. severance pay, what, whatever, man. I mean, who who wouldn't accept a job that paid 10 or 20 million a year? Mm. You know? Yeah. Right, Chelsea. Okay. Arsenal. Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea look good for the league right now. Um, Liverpool are pushing them hard, but they they got a weak result against Brighton. That was a bit, you know quite surprised. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really surprised about Brighton. Fair play to Brighton. I mean, that guy uh, Dave Potter is probably the best English manager in across the leagues. Oh, definitely. Right now, um, you know, there's always that talk about you know good young English managers eventually sort of taking the England job but when Southgate leaves the England job I'm sure his name will be thrown into that hat mm. but Brighton they're, they're, for, for a team that got promoted what two seasons ago mm. they're sort of they're playing very very attractive football they've made some great signings and they're arguably one of the most organised teams in the league just like yeah. Brentford, who just got promoted this season, defensively, they're outstanding. And they say promoted teams need a defence. Brentford have got a defence, yeah, but they've also got a great striker in this guy, no. Tony. Well, he hasn't done very much. No, he hasn't, but he can score goals. He can. And this winger that's playing alongside him up front, Mbabueno, he looks very skilled. He's hit the bar six times this season already. Mm. Shows how close they are to being, you know, a very organised Premier League team. I question, what's your prediction? Who's going to take the Premier League? This Chelsea. Time? Chelsea for Michael, for you? Yeah. 
Well, you're a Man City guy, aren't well, you? So you're going to say Man well, City, aren't you? To, he doesn't have to say Man City. He loves Man City. You can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us why it's well, Man the City. Last week's result, which we got beat by Crystal Palace 1-0. Mm. Right. Um, I mean, it's a long way. Like, I mean, Boxing Day Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise maybe. me, and I might, I might shock you now by saying this. Is West Ham? West Ham might do another Leicester. Hmm. You mean for the league? Yeah. West Ham are fourth in the league at the moment. They're doing great. I used to like David Moyes. And I've been watching them recently. I used to. I David Moyes as a manager used to be a guy that I just couldn't stand. I don't know why. I just didn't like him at all. But what he's doing at West Ham, I found a whole new respect for the guy. I mean Liverpool. I would say, you know, to answer your question, probably Liverpool, mm. right? But if Salah gets injured or then gets taken know. out of the game, yeah, it's over for those guys. Liverpool without Salah, Mo Salah is not the Liverpool. Yeah, they've got Salah and Mane. They'll be done. Yeah, I agree with that. But that's why I think going back to Chelsea, they've they've got a real depth to their team. So they take off a world-class player and bring one on. Mm. They've got all positions covered. They've got two, like, kind of like Man City, they've got two world-class players for every no. position. It depends who we buy in January. And what in about the Champions League? Well, no. I was, sorry, Haru, speaking of buying in January, it's not gonna happen. The, big, the big news in the football world at the moment is Newcastle's Takeover. Mike Ashley has finally sold Newcastle to some Saudi Arabian worth three hundred and twenty billion pounds. Billionaires, three hundred. They're worth between three or four hundred billion pounds, which is <laughs> wow. an infinite amount of money in terms of football. They've got more money than all the teams in the Premier League put together. My question is. What's going to happen with Newcastle in January? They've already they, they, they've already still, lined up a manager. Well, they still need Newcastle. Yeah, have already, they've got Emery, haven't they? They've, they've signed Unai Emery, which is a good manager for them. Michael, that investment, building a football team, requires um, a vision. Yeah. And the play, like the like, you it needs development. It a takes bit like time. It took us like. Years. I'm just so going to say that's what's going to happen with Newcastle. Like, no, that's a five-year thing in Newcastle. At least five years. Uh, yeah. I think this year they're just going to try and stay up. Hmm. If they get mid-table, it's fine. But um, I think what they've done with Emery is they've got a perfect manager for them. He's not Champions League winning manager, but he's renowned for winning the Europa League. Mm. Kind of like the transitional period for Man City. When Man City first got their huge investment, they had Pellegrini, didn't they? Pellegrini won them a league, won them the league with mm. with a good team, but we wouldn't say world class. I think that's what's what's going to happen with Newcastle. I don't think they're going to win the league, but depending on who they sign in January, <clears throat> they're definitely going to survive yeah. uh, relegation this season. Yeah, and Are as you said. Danger? Huh? Are they in danger yeah. to be back? Right? They've always oh. been in danger. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not even mid-table. Like, like, like no. They, for the last... Well, as long as I can remember, Newcastle have been floating around sort of 15th, 16th. Mm -hmm. They've always had a good end to the season, which has kind of saved them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they finished like 10th. Let's move on to the Champions League because we have more things to talk about. Well, we haven't got to Man City yet. Oh, God. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can we say about Man City? Man City might well win Champions League this year. I would agree well, with that. What's the farthest they, they got? It, it was a final. Oh, we got to the final. Yeah. And then... Uh, and the year before that... Semi. We got the semi-final, yeah. but we should have gone through the final because we had one of our goals disallowed. You got to... Remember that? Oh, of course. How can so I forget that? Ball was over the How line? can I forget <laughs> that game against Spurs? I, I, you know, I felt no remorse. 
Yeah, but we messed up and uh, we got through the final. Who replaced Aguero? Is Navas? He's, no, he's not being replaced. He hasn't. You've got G J Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus, Jesus, and and I'm, I'm. Jesus. Well, you didn't get Harry Kane, did you? You didn't get him stupidly. You didn't get him because you've not you've you've not scored in six of your games this season, which for a Pep Guardiola team is unheard of. Let me tell you now, from the sources that I know, we put the money on the table, but you didn't take it. No, Levy didn't take it. You wouldn't take it. Levy didn't want to sell. Levy didn't take it. Well, Levy, I keep going back to it. Levy's stupid for that. But what Man City do have is uh, the best but, young talent in the league in Phil Foden. But we're going to get Haaland. I hope not. Oh, don't get Haaland. Yeah, we are. Don't get him. Yeah, we are. You're guaranteed to win the league and Champions League if you get Haaland. He's going to come. If you and don't know who Haaland is, he's he's a, a wonder kid that is lighting up the it's hard to German to win league. Most league and of course Champions yeah. League like, like yeah. in, if in like a Premier League team it hasn't happened yet, right? Uh, United maybe Chelsea, pull one Chelsea off. Did it, yeah. Chelsea? No, Chelsea was not No, they didn't do it. It's hard to do it. Bayern they, did it. Barcelona did it, I think. And not anymore though. Well, yeah. <laughs> Barcelona, uh, Barcelona, going moving over to Spain. Barcelona are in dire straits right now. Ninth mm. in the league. Finally sacked Coleman defaulted, as their manager. Like They're over a billion, billion pounds or is it pounds dollars? I'm over a billion pounds in Euros. debt. Euros. Euros, whatever. Yeah, I'm translating it into British money. You know, um, I don't see any way back for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Aguero, um, sad news to hear he's out for three months because he had heart problems, chest pains. Oh, really? Yeah. After he, they sub- in the game they just played, they had to substitute him. Where is he now? In hospital. Um, which team? Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, he moved to Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. After Man City went there on a free transfer, but he. Stupid move. Mm-hmm. Why well, is his dream move? He always wanted but to I play. Think he's, he's way past his peak. He's been pushing long like you could be right yeah i mean he i i i love him you know he, i've always had him on, on great right. player yeah he'll be a legend always yeah yeah one of the best goal scorers in in the premier league history yeah. scored the most famous goal as well didn't he yeah, so against man united against qpr yeah oh sorry it was against qpr but they were going yeah, against man united i remember watching that on tv because they had both a picture in picture they had both matches played at the same time mm. and it was so great because they thought they'd won it you know Ferguson's jumping up and down and the commentator in that match just didn't even describe the goal he just went aguero yeah. and that what a great goal that, that was, was it. Well, i mean it was good the build-up was great mm. I mean, I always appreciate the build-up to a goal. Like, goals can be stunning, but it's the build-up that I really like. All right, let's move on now. Um, the next topic is Alfie. Who's Alfie? Oh, Alfie. Hmm. Probably the most famous dog in Qingdao. Maybe At China. Maybe in China. Not really. I'm not <laughs> sure about that, but... Yeah, Alfie. I've had Alfie like seven years now. Mm. And uh, I take him everywhere I go. I didn't bring him here tonight because I wasn't sure about the, the domestic situation at the moment. Harut? Well, next time, we would love to have But otherwise, him. he'd be here right beside me now. Just chilling. Yeah, yeah I've had uh, Alfie seven years. and uh, The nicest dog ever. Oh, he's great. I've had... In my lifetime, always the same breed of dog. I always, you know, get sheep dogs because I feel they're the most intelligent dogs and they're easy to train. And um, the best dog I've ever had, and I've had five. All of them were border collies. Yeah. Some of them black and white. <clears throat> this, one's, this one's a blonde. Blonde, yeah. yeah. Blondie. So if you're thinking about getting a dog, 
any of the listeners out there, get a border collie. <laughs> what what is it about Alfie that uh it's not just you but everybody falls in love with Alfie. Everybody falls in love with him. Yeah, I mean when we go out together everybody knows his name more than me. You know, you know well, I that's, made a guy, that's that guy who's got Alfie. <laughs> Alfie. <laughs> I'm I'm sure Harut's <laughs> called you Alfie a few times actually. No, no, no. It <laughs> that was a joke. Some people call me Alfie. Do they? They do. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and um So it's it's funny now because Yeah, it's, but it's... everybody knows Alfie more than Oh you guys are double A, aren't you? We're Alfie Alistair. Yeah, and one of the most popular names in, in the like popular pop quiz team names is Alfie Soup Alfie's All Star. Alfie All Stars? In my fantasy league, yeah, it's everywhere. Not doing that well at the moment. Can you tell us any funny stories that happened with Alfie? Well, I'll tell you the time when I got it, I, where I bought him, because a lot of people think he's actually an English dog, but he's not. He's actually from Taidong. Oh, he's a Chinese dog. I bought him in Taidong, and I was walking down the street with my my uh, partner at that time, and. Uh, we're walking down Dog Street. Interesting street name. The pet street. Dinosaurs. You know, and I, I just happened to see that I was missing. Um, I was missing my dog back home in England at that time, and uh, she says, "Well, let's go and have a look at the dogs." And she. I should have listened to her, but we went into this place and uh, there was three Alfies. Mm. Look at all exactly the same in this cage. And they're all like up there, like, take me, take me, take me. <laughs> and uh, Alfie was in the middle. And I was looking at the, looking at the three of them. And uh, Alfie has this uh, mark, patch, uh, a patch on his top of his head, yeah, between his eyes. And I was asking the guy how much the dogs were. I said, how much is this one? And he told me, says, uh, and how much is that one on the outside? Because I didn't want to like say I was really interested in the one in the middle. Yeah. Because if I say that, then obviously he will overprice it or yeah. bump up the price a little perhaps, bit, maybe, yeah. perhaps. And uh, so it goes well. The one in the middle is the cheapest. I said, oh really? <laughs> he said, why is that? He says, because it's got a spot on the top of his head. Oh, oh. And it's, you know, it, it's not as beautiful as the other two. Oh. I said, well, that's it then. I'll have it, him. Yeah, I'll <laughs> take him. Because he's, he's, he's uh, uh, ironically the most beautiful. He is. A very handsome dog. He's so handsome that if he had a WeChat account, he'd yeah. have the most girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah. Really, girls love my dog. Yeah, I mean, he can just be sitting there, and they will just come out from all parts. So of the that's, why you, <laughs> like, that's oh, why you got him. That's why you got him. Then is it <laughs> walking in the park? Oh, the there's a lot of girls. Dog, I also got Bobak uh, uh, a while ago, a long time ago, on Pet Street there, and same story in the cage. My dog was uh, sleeping back uh, back then. Like my brother, you know, he's like, Ruth, let's get a pet. It's so lonely here." You know, we were not dating and all that at the time, and he was feeling homesick, I guess. And Jack as well, my friend, also brother. So we all went to Taiwan. Um, in a cage, he got all these dogs. All of them were like jumping up and down. Baba is just chilling sleeping you know paid a hundred quid for that dog we paid a hundred quid and then yeah eight years got a bargain there i think he was we got him on 2008 i think he passed like we had to take him to the vet and then you know put him down because uh, he had some sort of a stomach problem right. <clears throat> i think it was his 10th birthday or 8th birthday, I don't remember. A lot of people make that mistake when they choose dogs. If there's a lot of puppies all running around saying they want you and you've got the quiet one in the corner, 
Yeah. You should not take the quiet one. Why? He was the smartest dog. It man. might be the smartest, but it's usually the one that's got some sort of problem. He was like the cave. runt of the litter. Uh, it's usually the one that's Why? got something wrong with him. Well, like, I mean, when I got Alfie, uh, he was not healthy at all. But I was told he was really healthy and had mm. all his shots and everything. But he wasn't at all. And I had to spend a lot of money on him. Same thing for us. For the first two years, he was not allowed to go downstairs. So we trained him at home. We took him downstairs and I think it was snowing. You know? I said, I'm gonna, like, let's take him. He had his hoodie, jacket and stuff. He was a mixture of like Jack Russell size, but looks like a Labrador, so a bit mini Labrador kind of dog. I'm High sorry, that's, uh, that's another one of Alfie's girlfriends on the phone. Is that that? That's where it is. <laughs> okay. Because I had a dog for a short time as well. I remember talking to you about, about this mm. and about how, how to sort of train them and we had quite, there's a conversation we had in, in little LPG over a few whiskeys. Mm. And uh, she was actually the runt of the litter, but she was, she was a very healthy dog. Mm -hmm. So, I, you what know. What breed was it? I was, uh, I guess, I think it was a, like a Collie Cross, like a Border Collie Cross, mm -hmm. beautiful dog. I called her Pung Pung, because she was actually, I, I, we got her simply, on the basis that she was the fattest and the cutest. Mm -hmm. I've got an affinity for like fat Same animals. <laughs> That's why we're so close, mate. <laughs> oh. But, <laughs> but um, she turned out to be, you know, a great dog. We couldn't keep her. We had to eventually send her to, to my wife's mother's home in Gmo in the countryside because my wife got pregnant and they were all saying you can't have a dog around you know pregnant women's That's right. um but she she lived to be strong and healthy and she was gonna have a very long life but actually she ended up um unfortunately she, she passed away because somebody in in the area that poisoned or something yeah she got poisoned because somebody in the area that my wife's mother lives in went around leaving poisonous meat around and about and one day you just get a phone call oh the dog has died i'm like how she's so healthy and happy mm. yeah she ate poisoned meat yeah, so i i never found out who it was but if i and i and to be honest i actually i'm not a dog person i'm a cat guy mm. Mm. but i felt really quite Upset at first, I didn't have a connection with with this dog, but it, she grew on me. Man, you know. Animals. But whoever, whoever that person was, if I ever meet that guy, you know, something bad's gonna happen. Probably, <laughs> I'll give him a good telling off. Mm. But I'm a cat guy. I've got a cat now. I'm I telling you a few weeks ago that was my big news. I got a cat. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw your cat. Yeah, it's nice and nice and fat as well. <laughs> Very overweight for her age, but I'm thinking of getting a new pet. And at the moment, a friend of mine is keeping two, a male and a female. It's a marsupial, nocturnal, the gliders. So probably once they have a baby, and then the baby's big enough to become independent you're gonna have a very long like very tall cage here and if we are here next time again you'll see the thing jump up and down and they can become friendly they're like they, you can take it out and they like to be in high places and then they can glide at you like jump from a higher place and then just you know Oh, yeah. Like kind of grab your. How would you stuff. How would you look after a nocturnal animal? They, they are omnivores. Like I started reading about them because, like, the dog too. Like before getting the dog, I read two or three books about mm. how to maintain them. Because when we were young, like we, I have two other siblings, three of us, like Sunday morning running it by like to my mom and dad's bedroom, 
right? Jumping on them bed like Sunday morning, jumping and mom, dad, we want a bob, a puppy. Um, and then they said, well, her roots grades are not okay. He has to improve them. You know, three of you have to have good grades. And then three months later, I improved my grades. So same story. <laughs> and then my dad comes with this excuse. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know how hard it is? I'm already looking after three dogs, the fourth one. <laughs> so I, I realized that we were the dogs in the family. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, the man, dogs are great. I love them. Oh, I'd love to meet your friends. They're amazing, man. My best friends, you know, and they're loyal, yeah, trustworthy, and uh, they just want to be loved, don't they? I mean, the amount of affection you give to the dog, they'll give it back to you. Yeah, I love them. And uh, you know, I even missing that. It's not even here. I forgot to tell you. Like, you could have brought him. I should have done. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, everyone, well, the story in Ching now is wherever Alistair goes, Alfie, Alfie goes with him, yeah. you know? Yeah, I took. He's been around China as well. I took him to uh, Shanghai on the plane. He's been in Xi'an. Speaking of Xi'an. <laughs> Got another joke? This, this is a crazy story. So, Roland. Canadian Roland, again, he was he's on the Hall of Fame of uh, the Quizters, like uh, the quiz, uh, right. walking out of the quiz because he was unhappy. Uh, he's really a cool guy. I love him um, to death. There you go. And Donald, New Yorker, my brother and I, four of us, we just fly to Xi'an on Tomb Sweeping Festival. It's a four-day holiday, so we spent two nights there. We went to see the Terracotta Warriors, we took photos. Um, we did a bike ride um, around the city wall. It's like a 21 kilo kilometers. And then we let go of the bikes and we started walking through the streets, narrow streets, and like it was, we saw this dark streets, you know, and then we started walking and Roland said, oh, they got a pool table here, let's walk in and have a beer. We went in and then it's like, hey, Alistair, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys just walked in the bar. What? I couldn't believe it. What? He had no idea. Like, like, that was a, the Euros were on. 2014, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, the Euros. My crazy gosh. Story, like. What a, did you have a, Pop quiz as well. No, no, no. We just <laughs> no, play pool. And uh, talking about dogs, remember that dog? It was a dog, yeah. That dog in the corner. Yeah. It's like in bad condition. Yeah. yeah. You know, talk, talking about bad condition, are, are there like any difficulties in raising like a pet dog? Well, for like someone that's thinking yeah, about it and, there is. and maybe and has little knowledge about raising animals i mean what are well, the difficulties in Qingdao, i've noticed um there are trends of dogs here that are very popular mm. probably the most popular dog here is the what they call the the teddy dog yeah. the poodle it's not even a dog sorry <laughs> what's a teddy sorry that's that's the new terminology dog. for me what's a teddy it's dog? a poodle a poodle that, oh, that looks like a teddy bear yeah, they're very popular at the moment. And Are they the yappy ones that just don't so, relax? They're yappy ones. Pamper, like, they're like and then you've got the... Um, Corgis. But at the moment, the most popular dog is the French Bulldog. Everybody, yeah, yeah, Everybody's the buying them at the moment. They can't breathe, Bulldogs, though, can they? Yeah, they're they're notorious for health problems, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah, they're very trendy at the moment. So what I'm trying to say is... Um, if you get a larger, if you get a larger dog than that, like for example, Alfie's, mm. he's not like super large, but no, he's, he's not. He's like medium, medium. size. Yeah. But you know, a lot of um, you've got to be very careful when you go near children, right? Parents. Yeah. A lot of Chinese people are very scared of dogs. Yeah. You know, um, so anything they're okay with a poodle size. If you walk, uh, when I walk with Alfie down the street, there, I can see that a lot of people do get like 
It's like I've got a dragon or a tiger on the, on the leash. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know huskies um, are very popular here, aren't they, as well? They're not anymore. No, well, they used to, for a time they were, anyway. But... You know why? Because huskies are not allowed in the city anymore. Oh, like anything okay. that's bigger than Alfie, yeah. they're not allowed in, in this district. Yeah. So, um, so one of the difficulties is so you've got to be very, the size You've got to be very careful about get, yeah? not going through too near children. Uh, I take them out at certain times of the day yeah. when there's not a lot of people around, you know, stuff like that. I was going to say as well, probably finding, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but generally speaking, apartments over here aren't, aren't huge, are they? They're like, you know, any kind of pet, like an average size dog needs lots of space, don't they? Yeah. When they're at home. Well, what I've worked out in my compound is I know all the other dog owners in my, my compound. Well, that's, and that's I know smart. what time they take their dogs out for That's a walk. very smart, yeah. And, uh, you know, so Alpi likes some, all the little dogs. He likes them. You know, he'll go and say hello, mm -hmm. wag his tail, etc. But anything like the same size as him or bigger than him, he would just... We've got a little bit of a, like, a territorial problem. Is that right? Yeah, so... I know what time the big dogs go out and what time the little dogs go out. <laughs> it was the same. That's a very smart way of thinking, same, though. Yeah. Very smart doing that. And uh, and if I go out at night, I take them on the leash, on the leash uh, during the day, and uh, you know if we're coming back after a night out, it's okay to come off the leash. Do you do you get into any sort of problems? Taking him in cars or on public transport? I have a lot of problems taking him in. Most taxis won't take him. Mm -hmm. I would say I'll be lucky to get one out of five will take Alfie. That's common. Um, but I've trained Alfie now to, I get in the taxi first, he'll wait on the back door. And when the guy, the driver's not looking, Alfie gets in and sits down in the front seat <laughs> without the guy seeing it. And then, actually, when we're actually on the way to wherever we're going, he, he realises I've got the dog there. <laughs> Hilarious. Because they're not allowed on public transport. No, I've, never seen, I've never seen no, any... Small-sized ones. I've never, I had, in a bag. I've never seen any animal on any public transport. Yeah, you can take them, if they're small, you can take them in a bag. In a bag. But... Just imagine putting a dog through one, one of those. Bus, one I can't of those. Get him on the, the metro, and I can't get him on most mm, taxis. Like one of those scanners in the subway station. What's in your bag? Oh, I, believe, I believe there's an animal in your bag, sir. <laughs> to the X-ray, like the metal detector and stuff. Yeah. So that's uh, that's why you live close to little LPG then. Yeah. yeah, I live in an area where <laughs> yes, um, I walk everywhere. I yeah. don't get cabs. So there you go, think about locations as well and sort of how you're going to... I mean, if you've got a car, it's very easy to, yeah. to travel around. Um, let's move on a little bit. Uh, Alistair, you, you've been in Qingdao for... Uh, ten years. Ten years. Yeah. And uh, as this is like the Qingdao expatry show, I'm not going to say the... Uh, the podcast word, the oh, word. there's some money for the pot. Yeah, <laughs> every time first, you mention that word, episode, we kind of overused the word podcast. So I, I was listening to the you know recordings, and we tried to improve. You know, we've been we were a bit rusty back. Like it had been five years, four or five yeah. years since we'd recorded. I've but never said that word tonight so far. You do, yeah, you're doing good, but every time someone mentions that word, it's it's we have uh, to put a dollar. What dollar pound in the invisible UN renminbi dollar uh, jar UN into the dollar. I mean, I don't use dollars, but yeah. And being that you may or may not be leaving. Qingdao fairly soon. I'd love to hear one of your greatest stories about being here in Qingdao. What, you put me on the spot now? <laughs> there must be thousands, right? Um, like when you, like, say you're on the plane going home and you think about your time 
that you've been here what would you what what is that moment you'd look back and think about obviously getting Alfie is one of them but are there other moments where you'd look back and go wow this is one of the memories that I'm going to take with me back to the UK and tell everybody about it um, obviously there's going to be so many but there are loads of stories but uh, let me give me a little one or two minutes to think about oh, what you just asked me okay all right i can we'll give you one or two that. minutes let me have a little think about that <laughs> what about you harut <laughs> for me yeah what kind of a story would you like to listen to i i mean i'm a sucker for romance but romance <laughs> but it doesn't mean i want to listen i mean what what's one of your moments one of my moments again um, you've got thousands as well so i, I mean... almost survived death like okay well, okay one of, like wow. this was this was the, the oldest moment so my partner and i um back then um we were coming like we were in a taxi returning home and we had just gotten off the taxi and then we crossed the street and then we went to the corner store and then I heard this big kind of blast or boom and I walked out and you know that the the road the Fujo road Fujo Bay road oh yeah yeah and like traffic separated with uh, what do you call that the separated the metallic fence yeah, the, so the, the barrier, the crash the barrier, yeah. Are gone. And then I look at there's a there's a six wheel truck full of um, dirt, loaded, crashed into three or four four cars that are parked, you know, like illegally there. Right. And then the front <clears throat> of the truck is all dented, and the driver's still in there. So I ran across. I climbed that bridge, went down, and I talked to the guy, are you okay? And I placed that call. It was 2 a.m. The city is asleep here. So I placed that phone call. And then the fire um, department came, the police came afterwards. After I placed the call, I walked back home. And then I still have the raw footage of how they kind of um, cut Collided. through the... the the front of the truck oh, oh, right. to release or to kind oh, you're of talking about how they rescued rescue him. the guy. Wow. Among many stories. Alistair, well, I mean, are you ready? Well, I'll, I'll give Alistair <laughs> another minute because he's still thinking strong. But no, I mean, I think, I think the, the most proud moment, I think, in Qingdao that I can remember is when I did the first ever Qingdao's Got Talent show, oh. the first one, and the first one, because when I decided to try and get this together, yeah. I was looking at musicians, and I was thinking about comedians, and I was thinking about different things, and I was wondering if I could put it all together in one night of the best musicians, comedians, etc., so a nice variety. And I was very, very nervous. And uh, I, I tried to get the best location I thought for the be best atmosphere. And um, it was, I don't know if it's still working now, this bar. Destinations? Do you know? I got Destinations? Um, no idea. <laughs> I don't know that much. That time we were, we were kind of like, well, I mean, you did like for I those of you who don't know, uh, Alistair's a very social butterfly in Qingdao, whereas me and Harut have got more of a traditional lifestyle, I haven't we? Used to be, but then. Well, the, me and you both. I just kind of Destinations is, it was on a, on the first floor. It was a bar. It looked like something out of um, Kill Bill. Wow. You know, Kill Bill. Yeah, maybe. of course. We got the Japanese. Yeah. Uh, We've got the downstairs and go upstairs and got like, where she slaughtered all those ninjas and, like yeah. and it's like a japanese restaurant before anyway. okay 
Uh, but it was still very Japanese looking, it was quite cool. And then you had the outside, you had the like, patio area. So I decided to have it on there, I had the stage. And I honestly thought only about we might get a little crowd of about 10, 20, 10, 15 people maximum. Yeah. But that night, I think everybody who was anybody in Qingdao were there that night. And uh, that was one of my most proudest moments. Oh, yeah. We had a, a fantastic evening and uh, it all went 100% perfect. I mean, that's, um, that I've only made it to the third version of Third or second? Yeah, this is the third. I've just finished the third one. You were there, Michael. I the was there, mate, yeah. And Haru performed. Yeah. Haru did some epic stand-up comedy. It's not okay. I mean, the crowd was... The crowd is tough. They were a tough crowd that night. They were very tough. Yeah. I think they I was... the young blood to ching down. I was... I think I was the only one that certainly appreciated the jokes <laughs> that the comedians were telling. It was me and Dustin, we're the, the ones laughing because we understood the jokes. I, I thought that Dustin like, was not that interested. I was talking to You were talking to me about it. I was like, yeah, me and Dustin were the ones that you could hear laughing because I sat at the very back. I asked him the other day. I saw him. I met him and I like, he was like, dude, you're funny. I'm like, okay, thanks. Because they were trying to, trying to get me to go on stage because, as you know, I've, I've won a few... You know, when you did the stand-up nights at Little LPG, I, I've won yeah. a few of those and come sort of second yeah. in a couple of those. But yeah. I just, I was saying to Harut, I'm kind of like the comedy writer as opposed to the guy that goes on stage and, 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 and tells stories and gives the jokes. Yeah. You say I just tell jokes, like one-liners. Mm. Yeah, but that's... I can't do like big stories. I love your jokes, though. I love your jokes because... I would I would describe you as the best joke teller of what I call cold jokes. So they're like really yeah, they're easy, dry. really yeah. easy, simple, dry jokes. But they're so funny. Like for people that don't understand comedy, those people are like, well, what's that? I don't get it. But me inside, in my heart, in my head, I'm but I'm laughing out loud because I, I mean, love those. Yeah. I love those cold jokes mm. so much. More like, than anything with a punchline, you know, I don't think good comedy always needs a punchline. Like professional comedians will tell you, you need a punchline. But if you can just express something in a way, and and for people that understand what comedy is, you can make them laugh, like you did for me and Dustin in front of that tough crowd. I mean, that's a win for me. Yeah. But going back to your to your your greatest moment, that first. Yeah, so I stood up on stage night. at the end and uh, I said to everybody, you know, we had the best, I think we had the best musical evening of mm -hmm. talent at that night. And I thanked everybody for coming and the whole place just went wild. It was great. And that's you, man. That just shows how much people love you and respect you in the time that you've had here. In Qingdao. So, we, like, you know, we made a few jokes earlier. You are Mr. Qingdao. You're Mr. Everything. But really, that's why people come along. Because while Alistair's running it, we've got to go. Because it's going to be a good show. Yeah, I like to put unique things on. You know, that's uh, a little bit different from the normal. Yeah. Like, um, I did a, a drag night. <laughs> did you dress ago. up? I did a drag night. Did you dress up? I dressed up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had everybody got dressed up. How, how many people attended? And that was at the tree, and the whole place was packed for that. Yeah. It surprises yeah, we me. Don't it have really such things in this city. We don't. It really surprises me how many uh, blokes, how many men are actually willing to British dress guys, up. Actually, British guys. If will, if they love to get, do that. If there's involved it really surprises me how open these sort of tough macho men you know, so will actually go oh, wear up, a dress they're getting dressed up as Britney Spears <laughs> and Lady Gaga and you know all the, see diva, all the see divas see all the divas were there <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys. but that was a great night as well 
And let's not forget as well, we touched on it earlier as well. You're you're renowned for your quizzes. And you you in my opinion, your quizzes were were the best. No, this is nothing against the, the, most the it's, well, yeah, exactly. It's nothing against the, the, the guys that are hosting quizzes and now. But you 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 provided what I would call technical now. Well yeah. You provided what I call PPTs and yeah. right. all that. But no, but yours was a real yours was a real <laughs> pub quiz though. Yeah. So, you know, people who go there may not have the intellect of some of the people doing Qingdao, but they can feel part of the team and answer yeah. some questions, you know. Sure. Like general knowledge questions. Yeah. Now it's very sort of like university challenge. You've gotta be <laughs> No, you, no, it is. is. Yeah. Well, you say no, Harup, because your IQ is no, off the no, charts. You, your level of, no, you're an encyclopedia of no. knowledge, Harup. Whereas me, I'm not. Right. I, mean, the, the, the I always is, make this joke. Michael, I don't know. The, the, the I don't know Michael. Greek mythology and who the cousin is of a guy in Greece and what they did. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't know listen, that. Listen, the the thing is. Um, it has to be balanced quiz. You have to have different subjects to 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 let people in in on each team shine or have their moments. But arguably now it's not balanced though. That's one. That's not the same now. Now it's different. Now uh, the way it happens. You get the same people every week in the same teams. No, no, They're just competing against each other. No. I go to a quiz and then in a round I would be only I would only get one answer. I would only contribute with one mm. even though round, you knew all the round. answers the others i would be like mm, i don't know what they're talking about it happens to everyone of but us. this is my point alistair made it inclusive for everyone yeah. like i noticed over the years that that now you, you you see this is nothing against the the pub quiz i think we need to bring it back to that kind of level because more and more people are going to go but everyone knows now no, you've got to be very intellectual to go there it takes time for the quiz master to to read their audience yes, but how much to me time? it was the same the first time but how much time it's been like this for a few years now you, no, 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 no. you alistair sure. you're the quiz master you yeah. tell me i'm wrong i would say in the last year it's it's become um yeah like you say the same teams the same people but that's because those people like to play the quiz. I don't know, but people in general again it's with the bait now, I love the, it. A lot of the new <laughs> stock that we're in Xingdang, um they don't know actually what the quiz is about. They don't actually come well. They might come But if they do and they start hearing the kind of questions that are asked, it's kinda of scary for them. Well, so they're like, This is too this is too yeah. much for me. Some of them I'm gonna because, I'm um, gonna go to the uh what was it you said that you've the you the uh the triangular uh the Bermuda Triangle. We talked about it with Gus last week. The, the holy trilogy. The holy the yeah, Bermuda well the they're having a very difficult pub quiz in here. I'm gonna venture on in the holy trinity to one of those other bars and then come back after the quiz is finished sure. and socialize again it's just how i feel like people are going to hate me for it but some people don't like it some people don't like quizzes you know i think most people do though because especially some people think it's too difficult because it depends who the quiz master is and yeah. what questions they ask when i used to do the quizzes i used to probably do uh, 20 questions i would say you would get 70 percent of them correct and i was a regular at and your there quiz. was maybe a, a couple of questions that might be a little bit yeah. difficult but i was a regular at your quiz because yeah. it was for everyone but now it just kind of feels like and you've got to be and i used to design my quizzes to get uh a little bit easier as mm. time went on because yeah. in rounds two and three people will get a little bit more drunk yeah and uh their attention span is <laughs> getting less and less. So you've got to keep them, you've got to keep them occupied. Yeah. And what I really like about but I, I but like, the new quiz masters now are um, Gus and Olya. You know, we've got Olya, we've got Gus. Gus is like amazing. He's got a, we've got Manny, who's the, you know, the Google. He is, yeah. At the moment. Yeah. He's got a VPN and all that. Like, I would, I'd love to see, I'd love that to guy see. That everything. 
I'd love to see. Mind you, he didn't win the last quiz. I'd love to see a one-to-one, Manny versus Harut. I would love to see that. Well, you might you might find out next week when Harut does the quiz. In fact, uh, people out there in Shindang, come next week. Harut's doing the quiz, and we'll see exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we may just have to bring the podcast to that one. Yeah, that'd be good. We may just have to set up some equipment in the little LPG and just go live. Record it. Yeah. That would be, be very exciting. I'll try. That would be beautiful. I'd have to get permission from my wife. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes like in the middle if we, of the quiz. If we, if we can make it so we get like a professional invite from say uh, Philippe, then my wife might actually let me come along. Oh, it's Kevin's, it's Kevin's bar. Is it Kevin's, Kevin's now? Yeah. Is in his name now, is it? Or? Well, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, it's been handed down. I'm out of the circle, but you know. So um, yeah, when Alistair is uh, like the quiz master, like I would be just chilling there and someone say, "Oh, this one is for Harut." Yeah, and sometimes like, I did pick he does, You he should does know this, Harut. Yeah. This is for you. No pressure. Yeah, he, he, he knows his audience and then he prepares questions for them. That's very interesting. We feel like, wow. <coughs> we asked Gus this question last week. Mm -hmm. So we're going to ask you now. Right? What, what, is, what is your favorite quiz round? Well, my favorite quiz round is the music round. Oh, most people hate it. Most people hate my music round because obviously, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all not Led, Lady Gaga. It's, it's all Led it's Zeppelin, not, The Who, Hawkwind. Well, but I do choose um, a variety of genres mm. of music, like jazz, reggae. I might go like old hip hops, old school hip hop. There'll be nothing in my music I love how you made that like floor on the rocks. Anything got on. A vocoder in it, Old hip or anybody that can't play anything <laughs> or sing. Yeah. But you should know. And a lot of people go, well, you know, you don't, you don't play any more up-to-date music. I said, well, you know, music is music. You know, right. you know Beethoven, don't you? Yeah, of course. You know, we know Mozart because we've been taught this to listen to them. And yeah. it's like the classics. There are classic music in all years. And also modern music sucks. <laughs> Well, you sounded like my father, Michael. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just. It, no, I, I play. I blame my father for it as well, because he was all. He really doesn't like modern music, and no, he I brought listen, me up on I all listen, the same stuff that you listen to. I listen to. I listen to there, a lot of modern music, which I'm open here. You, yeah, you have to. But I remember you and my father actually talked together in depth about the no, kind of did, bands yeah. that we did yeah. when he when they came over here for a holiday, yeah. and. Uh, Again, I think we were sharing whiskeys, but my father is one of the sort of main reasons why I'm not. There's a there's a bit of modern music I listen to nowadays, but I just for me um, I can't get into it. It doesn't feel like music. Well, if if I go to I'm going to talk about the music I hear in bars. Mm. When I go to a bar, I listen. I one of the things I do is I sit there and I have a drink and I might listen to What's what I'm playing. Reggaeton at the moment is House. like a mixture of no, it's a mixture of Latin American and mm -hmm. uh, sort of Spanish Mexican music mixed with hip hop. Mm -hmm. That is the the hip uh, the hip thing at the moment there, and it's played all the time. Four chords progressing. Who sings it? Oh, a, is there like an artist like that we would know? Yeah. A multitude. It's like Daddy Yankee, you know. No. Uh, oh, Gasolina. That, that's, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's where it all started. It's a mixture of that. And if it's not that, then we're going into like Afrobeat. Yeah. Like Afri African right. beat guys. Yeah, I mean, these are just, all, this is I new terminology all... for me, Alistair. I'm, I'm quite young, <laughs> but I feel very old. <laughs> That's what's happening. Phil, I'm and, like a 32-year-old uh, man with a, you know, a 65-year-old brain, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I know that most, like, younger people now are going, well, you know, that's what's happening now. 
which is it's the same when I was their age, you know, yeah. their age. There was a clash and the Sex Pistols came out and I was, I was going, wow, listen to that, Dad. So my friend goes, what, what, yeah. uh, what is that music? You can't even hear what they're singing, you know, what they're talking about. So, you know, music's a very strange thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brings, I've got one more question for you, though. Before it's another the next break. Yeah. we got to take another break. All right. This will give you time to think about this question as well, honestly. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this second part has been pretty long. Uh, join us for part three. <laughs> <laughs>